All right. Uh, so this has sort of been like the traditional question I always lead off on. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when when you have free time, or if you have free time, what do you like to do? Or if you don't have free time, what would you like to be doing during that free time if you had it? <laughs> I've been, uh, I don't know, I've just been, you know, playing a lot of video games. Um, That's what I like to hear. Messing around with my uh, video game setup also. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> has become like a, uh, a huge thing for me recently, especially like in quarantine, uh, just mm. perfecting this setup. And uh, I would love to hear the details uh, of how how good is this setup well okay so i started out with uh i was just like oh i'm gonna make sort of like a retro game area in my home office mm. uh and sure. that basically <laughs> started to take up like a ton of room um mm. essentially what it started out was like oh i had just like i had this older flat screen tv which had a which uh kind of like was from like early 2000s when TV still okay. when TV still had a lot of inputs a lot of different inputs sure and I uh, miss that, but yeah, yeah I miss that so much and so I had that TV and I was just like you know I'm gonna hook up all my old consoles to it and then it became like this whole like journey I went on about like oh you know you got to get the 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 correct cables that are like shielded correctly the wires mm. uh then i started getting into upscalers and then like oh, okay yeah then like i started getting into rgb and then uh mm. you know i eventually i i own like uh two professional video monitors now because uh, <laughs> they're beautiful uh just they're beautiful pieces of equipment and i can't resist it and so now now it's all about like oh now i like have my Super Nintendo modded so it outputs RGB so that I'm playing like stuff in that and it's all like sexy and nice quality and then like are those the monitors that Dave has? Oh yeah 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 he yeah he's got one I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah yeah. I know he's been he's been really working hard on that <laughs> yeah. uh, as well. It's like it's I don't know. It's it's becoming kind of a sickness especially now. You know, because of quarantine, there's a uh, mm. there's a premium on retro game stuff. Uh, like, oh, interesting. Yeah, there's been like a, uh, a basically like a quarantine tax on all like retro game things. Like people are like mm. realizing, oh shit, people are bored. They're inside. They finally want to play Ape Escape or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And they're like, you can do that for a hundred dollars. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've definitely, as I've been talking to other people on here, uh, I've noticed, like, a lot of people are going back to, like, comfort food type activities. Totally. So it's, like, going back to old older video games or older shows they like to watch. Or, um, like, for me, uh, there was a period where I was back into, like, Civ Five. if you ever played those. I was, like... like oh, the Civilization games? That. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I played that for, like, maybe, like, a month or two thinking, ah, this... COVID won't last that long, right? <laughs> mm, well, anyway, uh, uh, what else have I like? Cookie Clicker came back for a bit. I don't know if you're familiar with. Oh no, I don't Cookie know Clicker. that one. <laughs> Cookie Clicker is essentially a website where you just uh, click on a cookie, but as you unlock more cookies, you can buy upgrades, and then it'll automatically click the cookie for you. Oh, and as wow. you buy factories and buy, it's 
it's really quite amazing, but it's uh, also a huge, not even a huge time sink, but it's just, it, 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 I, I basically, my experience with it was like, let's say, I don't know, fucking like five years ago or whatever, I got really into it, got all the achievements and I went cold turkey. Uh-huh. And then during quarantine, I was like, we, I think it brought, came up during conversation. I was like, oh, let's see what they added. And then I dove back in for like, I would say like a couple months. Um, that was another example of something, um, like, uh, just all sorts of habits and comfort foods have been popping back up into my life. Uh, we're doing, um, uh, we've been doing regular trivia nights of like, like either Mario or like, I don't know if you know anything about my <laughs> Mario background, but, uh, I, I grew up on the internet writing Mario fan fiction. <laughs> so, oh, wow. That's awesome. In the early days. Yeah, yeah, when I was like 12, 13. And uh, um, I met my current wife uh, through that community. Uh, a lot of my very close friends are from that community. This is awesome because I want to – I would love to talk about Mario lore. I ha- I probably have some like hot takes uh, and opinions that uh, you can tell me uh, that the uh, Mario scene – uh, what they think oh, about what I what they think about my opinions. You probably know a lot I would, about it. I would honestly love to go into that. Like uh, the last guest I had on, we like dove into that, and I don't care how much we, I I would gladly talk if every guest I had on cared about Mario as much as I did. I would talk about Mario for the whole fucking. I love I, I don't I love Mario, and I I, I was oh. a Sonic kid when I grew up, but you know oh yeah 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 I was obsessed with Mario as well. I mean you know. It's hard not to Do you to know like. the Mario lore as well as Sonic lore? Um, there's less Mario lore. Mm. So I th- Oh, so, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah. So I think I'm so I think I'm like uh decently versed in it, but like, mm. you know, I have like I have my opinions and you know, I wonder Before we dive into Mario, I would like yeah. to so your Sonic knowledge cuz I know you're a huge Sonic fan. Is that is I know you like the comics, right? I mean, Archie I comics. I mean, I was omnivorous when it came to Sonic. Uh, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not a. Uh, I don't know. I'm not an elitist for like uh, a specific sure. type of Sonic. I feel like it's a lot of it is pretty fun, and uh, yeah, yeah, you know, it all kind of adds up to uh, one of the weirdest uh, franchise, you know, character franchises like that's ever <laughs> existed. So, sure, you know, sure. I'm. Uh, I don't know. I but I lo- I love it all. I read the comics like crazy. I watch mm. all mm. the TV shows and the anime as well. And like you know, I lo- I like most of the games too you know Mm. uh it's all just like it's all fun to me yeah sonic's been one of those properties where i'm not super well versed in it i grew up playing sonic 2 mainly and that's kind of it like i played some of sonic 3 a little bit of sonic 1 i haven't played i don't think i've ever played a 3d sonic uh and then i would watch some of the cartoons here and there and the comics, that was something I didn't even know how you could get. I guess those were like grocery stores or something. I never saw them. Yeah. But I, I heard about, I learned about all this stuff later, like, because when I was like, oh, there's a Sonic wiki and like, oh, there's a lot of shit on here. <laughs> it is quite, it is quite dense. It's really, um, it's really extensive. And it's like, I don't know, the way that in like, you know, Mario lore, you kind of have to, mm. you kind of have to fill in a lot of the gaps. Sure. Um, because there's a lot of things that are just like, you know, 
they're not really explained uh or they're yeah, you know yeah, yeah. uh but i think sonic lore is a little different because there are a lot of like people who really have tried to explain those gaps <laughs> in, in like yeah. in like official media as well sure. so like you know sure. it's that's the thing about it that's uh so fun I think I almost envy that though, because as as a diehard Mario nut, like I, I I wish Nintendo, okay, no, I half wish Nintendo cared about the lore as much as I did, but at the same time, I no no disrespect, I look at some of the steps that Sonic has taken in sometimes where they over-explain or overdo it, and I'm like, oh, maybe we're better off. To me, it's. It's a difference in um, uh, philosophy. It's like Sonic. Sure, sure. Uh, Sonic is very maximalist, where you know mm. Mario is really minimalist when it comes to mm. uh, the world and the lore and continuity and and what that even is. Um, sure. And to me, it's just uh, two different approaches to a lot of yeah. the same problems, which uh, honestly is kind of like a history of. Uh, the differences in game design between Sonic and Mario as well. Um, mm, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can say there's pitfalls to either thing, you know, uh, oh, about being sure. minimalist sure. or maximalist, you know. I really enjoy uh, both things, but I'm I'm very much a... Uh, uh, I like when people are excited about stuff, so it's hard for me to... Mm. It's hard for me to yuck any anybody's yum out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, absolutely. And I and like again, I look at like Sonic fandom and I'm like there's something really just fucking cool about it. Like and I don't mean that as like like sarcastically. Like especially like I look at stuff like I'm like, "Huh. I kind of cuz for example, like one of my friends is going to do a Sonic trivia and I don't really know that much about Sonic, but I've I've gleaned things over just like my other friends, you know, my other friends love like Sonic Adventure and Adventure 2. And so just through, like, their enthusiasm for it, I have I know, like, characters' names and stuff. Um, yeah. Even, and maybe maybe even more than just, like, the average person. Uh, but to, but I definitely would not call myself a Sonic, even, like, a Sonic, uh, well, definitely not an expert, but not even, like, a seasoned pro. Like, more like, I've heard of, like knack the weasel <laughs> i know that's i know that's a name i don't i don't know if i could tell you where they're from or uh like i know all the core characters names but um it's definitely a uh, a fandom and a property that that you can get a hundred percent lost uh just like finding mm. all finding all the nooks and crannies of it and being like sure oh what's this character oh they're actually a reference to this character they only existed mm. in this certain series and like it's actually an allusion to another part of the fandom it's like it's like this big interconnected web uh that's yeah, I was you know gonna, i was gonna ask you uh as a sonic fan do you read the current sonic comic the new the new one I am not up to date, but I have read it. Yeah, is it good? Um, I I liked what I read. I don't know mm -hmm. if it's it's like it's kind of funny because it is almost like a minimalist um mm. uh approach to the franchise. Sure. It's a little more stripped down. It's not as yeah. it's not as messy as the Archie comic, uh, which sure, sure. you know. Of course, you know, has its uh, 
advantages and disadvantages you know uh sometimes the the sprawling messiness of uh character history is really Mm -hmm. nice because there's always so much to pull from there were moments there were moments in the archie comic where it's like little things start to dovetail it's like you don't know oh this part in sonic's history isn't filled in isn't filled in and then later Mm. they're like oh this obscure uh, arcade Sonic game happened during that time, which is why we've never... Like, little things all start to dovetail in, like, these fun ways because it's all the same character and same themes. So you start to build up this, like, this, like, really rich history of of this universe. Um, But I will say that's also really messy, especially when you have, like, multiple writers all trying to add to this stuff and they're all going in different directions. I think that the new comics maybe don't have as much mess to pull, to pull from. And so they're kind of blazing, mm. they're kind of blazing new trails that aren't as, um, they don't rely as much on like, you know, the history of the franchise. Sure. Sure. Um, cause I, I asked, cause like I looked at some of the new stuff and I thought the art was just amazing. And I was like, huh? The art like, is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fucking love the art and I'm not even like a Sonic, huge Sonic fan. I was like, huh, maybe I'll like read this. But I will say, like, going back to when I said that, like, I think the Sonic, there's something really cool about the Sonic fandom. It's exactly what you just touched on. Like, uh, it's not just Sonic. It's other... Because how long did the Archie comics go for? I mean, that was so long. That I, was a long time. Like, it's, 20, 20 plus years? Yeah, for... I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you offhand. But it was, sure. for a while, the longest running licensed comic book. Um, and, it was a long ass time. And, you know, like, there were other uh titles with maybe other licensed titles with more comics like say like star wars or something but i don't think there Mm -hmm. was an ongoing that was as long as uh archie sonic which was like you know uh a serious it's definitely the longest running video game tie-in for sure Mm -hmm. um yeah so like with something like the i'm specifically even talking about the archie comics archie comics here yeah uh when i when i stumble upon a wiki for something where it has such a storied history, a long history, I genuinely find that awesome. Like me I'm too. Like, wow. Me, like I yeah. I'll, like, and as someone who knows have never read an Archie comic, I'll go, "Who the hell is this?" Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I don't know the character. <laughs> Isn't there something like like Sally Lou, Jesse? I'm sorry. What's the character? Oh, Ju- the Julie character? Sue. But Julie Sue. Yeah. Julie Sue. I'll be like, "Who the hell is this?" And I'll go, "Oh my god, there's so much information." Like, yeah. and that's fucking rad. Like, just, I know a lot of comics, you know, like, I can't really get into, like, superhero comics myself, but I do, like, enjoy, I do enjoy sometimes just going through, like, this is everything that Batman's ever done. I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah. That is I feel exactly, I feel exactly the same way when you, like, like, games I don't even play. Like, I don't know. I've never, I've never, like, played to completion a a Ratchet and Clank game, like, (laughs) ever. But yeah, I remember seeing like the trailer for the new Ratchet and Clank, and I saw yeah, I saw like people on a stream get like super excited when like sure. uh, a a uh, a female of Ratchet species showed up, 
And then I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so happy for these fans. And then I started, like, looking at their wiki and, like, you yeah. know, how they've always been like, oh, we want this, like, character to show up. And, you know, we're always wondering, like, when are we going to see, like, a female Ratchet? Like, you know, and they're so, like, ex- oh, man. they're so, like, excited about it. And I'm just, like, I'm just, like, along for the ride. I'm like, yes, that's right, guys. I'm here with you. <laughs> I love I did not, I mean... How, how could I say I didn't know that as someone who grew up writing Mario fan fiction? How did I? But I just never thought there was a really lore hungry Ratchet and Clank fandom. But of course, I just have to assume there's one for everything. Oh, yeah. There's, because, yeah, because, there definitely yeah. is. Um, yeah. You know, and I wish that, you know, it's unfortunate that Mario's um, licensed media kind of got off on a shaky start. Because it would have been, it would have been really nice if there had been, if Mario had gotten to have a, um, a, like a comic or a continuing cartoon that was done with care for yeah. him as a character uh, throughout, you know, all this time. I think the thing that's fun about the Sonic stuff is that maybe it started as pretty cheap tie-ins, but pretty True. early on the Archie comic. You know, they were working with artists and writers who were fans of the material. Mm, and so right, right. and so they were basically stewards of this character through times when there weren't that many Sonic games. Um, right. And I do wish that Mario had something similar. Maybe not like a messy, long-spanning, <laughs> lore-heavy comic or something. But maybe just something where, you know, uh, someone was cataloging and keeping track of like all the mario lore in like one place there's the mario kun comics which are kind of similar which are like kind of similar in sort of like trying to put all the comics all the games into one comic but those are so Mm -hmm. those are so comedic it's it's hard to really know like (laughs) what's real gag heavy yeah 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 and like the uh, um uh, I forget the 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 one that they released in English not that long ago the Super Mario was it Adventures or Super Mario Dude um, Super Mario Adventures was my bible uh, as a kid. that was a that was a great book as a kid uh, I I read those in Nintendo Power and I eventually got the um the collection which had almost all the all the comics um, yeah yeah uh that thing was like it was like it was like my bible like i read that over and over and over that was like one of my biggest like inspirations for like just drawing and storytelling and like I, there's sure. you know when i think about like satisfying story like with like a video game character like that's mm-hmm. like one of the first things i think about absolutely yeah i mean that whole collection is great and i'm sure you know about this but you know that archie pitched a mario comic oh yeah 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 and i was i you know i did not know about this until pretty recently and i was like wow what what could that have been (laughs) that would have been very very interesting to see not necessarily like i would i was i kind of wish they had that it happened i i wish uh, that it had happened but i feel like by the time they were pitching that it was like mm. a newer era when Nintendo knew more about the um about the value of the character. I think the thing about yeah. the thing about the Sonic one is that it was started at a time when it was just like who cares? We just need more Sonic stuff. Just do whatever. Sure. You know? <laughs> and so because of that they were they took a lot of big swings that that you know 
I feel like maybe a Mario version would have been, I don't know, it, uh, who knows, who can say, but who knows how, how it would have turned out. Uh, well, on that note of Mario, hit me with that, you, you got some hot takes for me? Okay, I so, love to hear so here's some hot takes. The character I really want uh, to be recognized uh, is Foreman Spike. And, <laughs> from Wrecking Crew. Yeah, 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 and I feel like I feel like there's something really interesting there about sure. uh, Mario having a boss that's not Peach. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, just as a person who you know is into like lore and characters, I love the idea that there would be sort of like this lost uh, Mario's Mario's lost boss. You know, or like, mm. you know, someone who's like telling him what to do or kind of like breathing down his neck a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's an interesting character that I, if I was writing Mario fanfic, I would be wanting to <laughs> I would be wanting to like define that relationship like a lot. I'm going to tell you, I know for a fact there was at least one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not not that I wrote, but I know I know there was one that had a form and spike uh, in it. Um, I would, would you write Spike as a villain or as just like a, an, a sort of adversarial force in Mario's life, but not necessarily a villain? Yeah, I think that's how I would write him. I think it would be like, mm. he's like the, you know, he's the foreman. So like, you know, he's sure. kind of like the boss breathing down his neck. Like, you know, Mario is ditching work to go save Peach. And, like, he's, you know, Foreman Spike is, like, the guy who's, like, you know, what are you doing? We gotta build a building. <laughs> you know? Oh, okay, I, I love this. So, it's, like, I thought this was gonna be, like, a prequel or something. Like, before Mario, I don't know, went to the Mushroom Kingdom or something. But this is going on current time. Like, Mario has, like, oh, yeah. to five. And oh. he ditches it to rescue. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's fucking great. Uh, here's, oh, man. Here's another hot take. This one I yeah. think might be controversial. Um I Ooh, don't okay. I, okay, so this is actually just like a writing preference uh of mine. Sure. But I don't like uh splitting Mario between worlds. I like the idea of Okay. I like the idea of creating one world that could include I mean basically what Odyssey did, one world that could include sure. human cities. Uh, Mario's mm. nine to five in his regular job and the Mushroom Kingdom all in one world. Uh, I have a mm. I have an aversion towards uh, portals in stories just because I, they're I a see. little um, it's a little too convenient convenient for me. Yeah, I always try mm. I always try to avoid them when I'm writing, but uh, I, I like see. I like the idea that this would all be one world that when Mario got um, delivered. As a baby, you know, we see that mm -hmm. in 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 Yoshi's Island that he gets delivered yes. to, to mushroom people, you know. Yes. And I know that there's theories that maybe those mushroom people, uh, you know, had to abandon him and he got adopted by someone in Brooklyn or something like that. I feel like it should just all be mm. one. I feel like it should just all be one world. Like, just make it let's just make it like more comprehensive you know i think that's what nintendo is taking steps to do though is that i think that's new donk city as a concept fixes a lot of like of the old old continuity errors yeah yeah um, just just the fact that it's let, let's say okay it's not it wasn't brooklyn it was new donk city <laughs> and that's where pauline is now 
That I think is them actually because they definitely um we're ignoring the Mario and Sonic go to the Olympic Games, but yeah, let's uh, aside from that. The, aside from that, uh, <laughs> that's a po- that's a Mario pocket doesn't... continuity. We don't know what's going on there. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, they really do not ever uh, uh, mention Earth or whatever you call it in their. I don't know what they would call it. And then even I even feel like um, Yoshi's Island was a sort of a step to like kind of step away from that, right? Like, oh no, no, no. He wasn't. He's not from Earth, and he came here. That was just like the old manual. He was born in the Mushroom Kingdom, and then with Odyssey, now we have a convenient. And then he grew up in New Dog City and got a job there. I, you know, uh, I totally agree with you. I love having it all be. I mean, in my mind, all the games, countries, and world like lands are in one giant planet. Um, and they have like a United Nations, <laughs> like, they, like, so here's, here's a question for you. Like, um, th- this was a question I asked my previous guest. This, I feel like this is an easy question for you, but I just want, I just want to gauge how, how much you are in, deep into this. Hmm. This is like a baseline. Um, you know, Princess Daisy, right? Mm-hmm. What kingdom is she the ruler of? Sarasaland. Okay. Yeah. And so. It's so funny to me because, like, for the average person, nobody knows that, right? <laughs> but that's, yeah. like, a question where I'm like, oh, if you know this, ah, I'm my brother. Ah, okay. I, I don't that's actually. Not even, that's not even a hard one. I don't I'm actually like, know how to pronounce that. I always thought it was Sarasaland. I think it's Sarasaland, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, But what <laughs> if I'm like, because, like, you know, by the average friend, like, doesn't know that like that's not something i should expect anyone to know but if someone does know that i'm like oh ah a kindred spirit we grew up playing these games reading the manuals and and really getting into the lore i remember having Um, a dream as a kid like oh they should remake mario land uh but have it star mm. have it star luigi like this was when they were like starting to pair up luigi and and daisy and I was like, that's what they should yeah. do. They should make it like, they should rewrite history and have it be that that was Luigi and that's how they met. <laughs> that was like, that was like a, just a thought that I always used to have as a kid. That's, that's great. I mean, because Luigi needs more games where he's the star. Yeah. Uh, that absolutely would fill that, the gap there. Um, Any other hot takes you want to? Uh, get off your chest. Hottest, these have been great so far. Ho- okay, hottest take of all. Uh, yeah, Pauline, best girl. This is the one. Ooh. This got people. This got people really mad at me. I tweeted this like really? like really? a year. Well, because okay, look, everyone loves Daisy. Everyone's yeah. just like everyone's just like you're wrong. It's Daisy. And then what? And then there are people who are like you're wrong. It's Rosalina. And I'm just like, no. no, man, Pauline. No way. It's all about Pauline. Ooh. <laughs> that Ooh. got people. Okay. Look, this is this is just a hot take because it's purely an opinion. Uh, but sure. you know, sure. I feel like Pauline. You They're know, the best ones. Yeah. She's she's you know this is why I think it. It's like, you know, Daisy. You know, there's a little bit of um, there's a little bit of distance there from Mario. Mario's mm. Mario's really blue collar, and Daisy's got mm-hmm. you know. She's got this whole, like, uh, or I'm sorry, Peach kind of has this whole, you know, she's like a princess, you know? Sure, and, sure. And we don't really know if Peach 
uh, sees Mario romantically. I think there's some arguments that could be made that she's just sure. she's just thankful to be saved sometimes, you know? Does mm. she really see it as, you know, I feel like Odyssey really threw some, uh, threw some uh, uh, wrenches in the works uh, on, like, yes. what exactly yeah. is the relationship between these characters, Mario, sure. Peach, and Bowser as well. Right, right, right. You know, so I kind of feel like Pauline, you know, she's she's a working gal, you know? She's like, <laughs> she's like, she understands, like, Mario, you know, he's a blue-collar guy. She, like, she sees it. She signs forms, permits, you know? She knows mm-hmm. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's like, she can, she could probably, uh, you know, look at Mario's work and, like, respect what he does, you know? Whereas, right. you know, Peach, you know, she, I don't know if she's interested in, like, plumbing or, you know, she probably mm. doesn't, she's like, oh, that's your calling? That's interesting, you know? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't you rather be doing something else? <laughs> exactly. I, I love this. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I For me... It's hard to shake. I think I'm a peach guy through and through, but Pauline is like number two. Like yeah. I totally respect that opinion. <laughs> like I think Pauline is absolutely uh, better than Daisy or Rosalina. I mean, Rosalina is like bottom tier for me. I agree. Uh, I agree. Look, I just that design. Like, come on. It's like you could have done anything else. I know it's fine, but it's like I don't know. She doesn't need our support. That's what I think. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Rosalina's there for people to be like, I'm interesting. I don't like Peach. I like Rosalina, who's just the blue Peach. And I'm like, that's not, that doesn't make you interesting, friend. I'm specifically calling out one friend right now. I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> but, um, like, and Daisy's fun. Um, but, eh, I don't know. Pauline, listen, when they made Pauline the mayor of New Donk City, I was so th- I was thrilled. Like in fact, like that when that trailer came out and and they showed Pauline from behind and people weren't sure, but I was like, "That's Pauline." Yeah, man. I was like, wait. When I saw that, when I saw that, when I saw that glimpse of Pauline, I like jumped out of my chair. I was like, (gasps) I, (laughs) I did the same thing. I was like, no way. Now I know she was in the Mario versus Donkey Kong games, but in those, she's still like the, you know, the, the damsel in distress, very like, you know, what she was before. Yeah. And and like, but like seeing her in a position of power, like, and like, like being like singing a song. I mean, don't get me started on the song. The song was just like, amazing. And, and there is another thing too, which is uh, being in a mainline Mario game. Yes. Now, now yes. You know, uh, no disrespect to all my Waluigi lovers out there, but it's like <laughs> he's not—he's not in a mainline Mario game. You know, 100% so agree with you. So yeah. you know, you might have to just give up on those hopes of him being. Uh, you know, uh, smash worthy or, you know what I mean? Or one of the main characters. It's like, I 100% agree. He does not deserve to be in smash and as an assist trophy. Wonderful. Oh yeah. Very good. Yeah. Totally like that. But until he gets, until he gets his own, or at least appears in a mainline game or gets uh, his own game. Absolutely not. Yeah. 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 Um, Or gets his own game, which listen, I would love like a Wario Waluigi, like, team up sort of sort of game wario like, brothers in the vein of like a wario yeah wario brothers maybe like a i know wario world was kind of like a mixed bag but you know something along that line or you know i would love to see them team up 
And that would be it, because Wario gets his own games. Yeah. Waluigi, shoo in Waluigi, give him a chance, and I think people would really respond to that. Yeah. But I think there is this Nintendo's inclination to be like, ah, no, he's the... He's the spinoff guy. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if he's gonna get. He's funny, but well, we don't know. But, so, so yeah. So uh, to we'll so, so to go back to Pauline, seeing her sure. be included in a mainline game, yeah. it's basically just like vindication. You know, sure. I was like, because before that, I was like, Pauline's my favorite. I want more Pauline stuff. And then seeing her is just like, yes, that means Nintendo cares about Pauline. <laughs> oh man so you were even you were the biggest diehard fan of pauline even before odyssey oh yeah before yeah so it was just she, she like was, dream come true yeah she was man. like she was always my favorite and like i you know those mm. i wasn't crazy about uh donkey kong vs mario but i did play them because mm. i was like well pauline's in here so <laughs> and and you know she's the probably the the childhood friend you could say right yeah i guess that that's sort of oh wait uh forget Yoshi's Island DS yeah exactly I feel like no one likes that game I feel like it's more like she's the first like because they met as adults right so maybe she's like she's like the first you know she's like the one that got away for Mario yeah you know and and uh, uh, there's something about that uh there's something about that, uh, like sort of like melancholy uh, that I like. Mm, that like mm. seeing her again in Odyssey, it's like, oh, this is like this is kind of you know an ex. We parted on good terms, you know. She's great. Yeah. She's doing good for herself, you know. Uh, she's really. It she's... really did feel that way. Yeah, <laughs> like revisiting an old an old friend. Yeah. Like, oh, what have you been doing for like the past twenty years? Oh, wow, like. That's amazing. Exactly. She was the main character I wanted to see return in a mainline sure. game. The others would have to be Tatanga and um oh, yes. maybe putting Captain Syrup in a Mario Hell game. Yeah. Uh yeah. Those were like the other ones where I was and Wart also. Those are the I was other ones. Say, Wart's a Wart's a big one for me. Yeah. I really want Wart back. Um Captain Syrup is awesome. I mean we need we the more women we can put in the game, the better. Uh, and she's just an awesome character. Tatanga, I love that pick. Now, he's only been in two games. Yeah. So would they have to update the design or or what? Yeah, I think they, they'd have to update the design for sure. I'm just wondering what that would look like uh, in today's. Like, you know, Wart and like Captain, I mean, Captain Server has been in like newer games. But Wart, for example... I can see, I can imagine a 3D wart in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there have also been like fan versions of that. Tatanga, though, it's it's interesting. I, I have, I'd have i have to think about what he would look like. Well, when Tatanga uh, appeared in, modern in. Modern day. When Tatanga appeared in Mario Land 2, he was kind of like. Mm-hmm. He was kind of tunier looking. Yes. And maybe mm-hmm. they could like kind of. Uh, maybe they could kind of build off of that. You know, to make him kind of like he's a little cuter and cartoony. You know, he's got like those fangs. You know, sure. Maybe sure. I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of. Maybe they could like look, make him look a little more alieny or something. I don't know. Yeah, I remember back in the day when uh, Galaxy was coming out, there were people were like making fake <laughs> fake rumors like Tatanga's gonna be in this. I would have loved that even as just like a boss. Yeah. Oh man, I would have I would have lost my mind. 
Wow. That so yeah, you took like three of the best choices, I think. <laughs> those are um, yeah, those are some of my those are some of my hot takes, and I have more, but those are the things that like I've thrown out before and people have been like, What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I'm like, hell yeah, I one hundred percent understand. Um you don't have one more, one more, or or do you think those they were like the best ones? Okay, I think I mean, there's some, here's some easy ones, right? Uh, okay, yeah, Co- yeah, possibly some easy ones. Koopa Kids are amazing, you know. When it comes yeah. down to it, I don't think they're Bowser ch- Bowser's children. I think they're like, mm-hmm. yeah. they're like his wards, you know, his like generals. Yeah. They're like, you know, he's like training them, you know. They're like some young Koopas. Mm. He like sees them. I don't think they're his actual children, I think well only, canonically they're not his children. Yeah, anymore. canonically they're not and I think that's fine. I think that totally works. Here's my other one. Peach's perfect man. We met mm. we met Peach's perfect man before at the end of Odyssey. Oh, yeah. You know who it is? It's Bowser's body with Mario's mind. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's that's That is that is a take. I'm just going to leave that on the table. There you go. No, um, I will say that moment uh-huh. was incredible. It was so in good. It was and so the good. music that played, I was like, this is wow. I, I feel like a lot of people all around the world with, with a similar soul to me have all just lost their minds at like in unison. It was Even amazing. Even though we're not playing it at the same time. Yes. Yeah. It's just a sense of like, yeah. this, this happened. This happened in the game. <laughs> uh, that is... I love that. Uh fuck. That's a good take. Um it's interesting. A friend of mine, so I mentioned the fanfic whole history or whatever. And mm-hmm. so none of us have even touched Mario fanfiction in like uh when was the last time I and I must have been like fourteen, so god like fifteen let's say fifteen years of you know, we we put that behind us or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then my friend out of fucking nowhere decides because it's covid you know i'm gonna go back to my roots i'm gonna write um because he's a writer and he's i'm gonna write a mario fan fiction now and (laughs) then he did and it was amazing it was a peach it was a g-rated very fluffy peach mario romance fic and i was like you son of a bitch what the audacity of you to bring back mario fan fiction into our lives and to also have it be fucking good uh that's that, great oh man and now i'm just like that to me was one of my favorite parts of of the i mean not, not to say there should be any favorite parts of the quarantine but you know what you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah yeah yeah. to find a bright to find spot. positive things in the quarantine i mean yeah that was when i was like i'm glad this happened that <laughs> that as a result uh but to, um, to, to go kind oh, of go ahead to go kind of full circle though okay so sure. what so what we're describing these things about like what if Tatanga came back? What if they sure. blew out Sarasaland and turned it into this whole like big thing and we learned all the lore about it? You know, like all <laughs> those like dreams, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, if you're in the Sonic fandom, that happens all mm. the time and for real. Oh, that's what it. That's, so... that's what it feels like to be in the Sonic fandom. L- like late game in like the Archie comic. They, there yeah. was a whole arc starting that was like, what if we took these obscure characters from 
from Tails Sky Patrol for the Game Gear and turn them <laughs> and turn them into the next big bads for everything. What if we make the lead bad guy from that game, Wendy Witchcart, yeah. what if we made her the sister of one of the bad guys from the Sonic Sat AM cartoon and made them like oh. this whole like like that kind of stuff happened all You're the time. You're not bullshitting me right now. Oh right? no, These I'm are not real things that happened. That was a real thing oh, that happened. My. And like, oh, you know, like Sonic Mania came out and then they were like, our extra characters are gonna be Mighty and Ray. And you're like they haven't been playable for years. Mighty hasn't been seen since Knuckles Chaotix, and Ray was just in one uh, arcade game. This is insane. And now they have all this story and lore and cartoons and toys. It's like, it's, you know, uh, that kind of feeling. If you like that, then the Sonic fandom is like the place, you know? Like, where you feel wow. like every part of the buffalo is being used, you know? <laughs> oh man like i i like i i that sort of like being able to tie in like what the archie comics did that's like the dream i feel oh yeah like for like you hey you get full like if i got full control of like mario or something which you get (laughs) not in 100 million years they're so protective of it yeah but it's like if they handed the reins to like fans uh that would just be I would I would consume that comic like oh yeah else. like that it would be amazing yeah we would but, we we would want to like you know basically try to figure out lore for like everything in Mario's universe and like yeah Part, you know the party games tennis games <laughs> yeah everything everything yeah. <laughs> Wario's Woods uh, incorporate all of it yeah um shit uh now. I do like to take the time to offer you a chance. If there's a topic you'd like to talk about, or if there's something you'd like to ask me, I'd like to give you that offer. Otherwise, don't worry about it. I got other shit we can talk about. Um, uh, here's here's a really quick one. Um, sure. You might have answered this already. How do you warm up yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're doing a voice? How like when you're mm. when you're getting ready to record? You know, because I've mm. done I've done a lot of like voice stuff too and i have my i have my like particular ways that i warm up and then i i can feel in my mouth when i'm warmed up like i can feel like the muscles feel different and i know i can interesting i know i can deliver a line uh like the way i want to you know after doing that warm up i just wonder if you ever experience anything like that i you know, I get asked this question a lot about warming up, and I don't, I don't have a routine. Like, for me, as long as I, I just make sure that I'm not just starting from zero, right? Like that mm-hmm. I've spoken at least some words that day. But otherwise, I don't. And I know some people swear by like a very strict, like you got to do your enunciations, got to do your whatever. But I kind of just go in going, okay, I'm, I think I'm good. But right. I, uh. Is that me being a, a cocky shit? I don't know. But <laughs> I I don't have that feeling of like, ah, yes, I physically feel like I'm ready. Um, I think for me, it's more of a mental thing of mm, like mm-hmm. getting into the zone of like, okay, um, getting really into the character. And that I can, and maybe that's the closest thing to your thing where sometimes like it'll take maybe a couple lines, yeah. but then I'll hit a line and I'm not, and this sounds so cheesy, but I'm not 
reading a page, I'm like, I, I am in the zone, in the scene, as the character, you know, that sort of feeling. And that's when I feel, ah, yes, I am doing my best work here. And sometimes, sometimes, you know, depending on the director or the writing, that can be, like, right from the get-go. And sometimes, you know, you have to ease into it a little bit. But once I get into that space of, oh, yes, I'm, I'm not even really worrying about the, like, I'm just going with my gut and just feel like I'm the character that's like the sweet spot for me but I am very curious to hear what your what if you have a routine or like a warm-up what do you, what do you well, do well now that you say that I think I understand uh why my what my experience is because mm. I think I might be coming from a different perspective uh because sure. I'm coming from you know being a cartoonist and a lot of times you know, like, for instance, with OKKO, like, those are all my characters. And, you know, we would mm-hmm. be we would be in the room pitching on lines for these characters, like with the writers and the storyboard artists. And, you know, I would talk in the character voices when I'm doing that. Um, mm-hmm. So I was I was very much in the head of those characters. Like, you know, I was already there. And the difference yeah, between yeah. the difference between like hashing out a line in the room and recording in Mm. the booth. Uh, I Mm. guess for me, it was more physical than mental. You know, I might, I think, I think I was coming at it from a different perspective than you, like, you know, because maybe I was mentally already there, but I felt like (laughs) the thing I needed to practice was, uh, the skill of delivering those lines and enunciating and all that stuff, which maybe, Mm, which I think, I think, you know, I'm going to venture a guess that, you know, you are just very practiced at doing, um, which maybe like, I mean, for me, it was a lot of practice. Yes, absolutely. Like, uh, when I first started out, you know, this was, I think I've been going like six years now. And even before, like, you know, I'm six years professionally, but I was doing stuff, you know, for fun online Years before that. So I'm, I'm right. talking before professional work. Oh, I, I struggled a lot with enunciating and, uh, um, you know, just making sure it sounded right. Um, but that I just went through like this, locked myself in the hyperbolic time chamber for like a couple <laughs> of years and just made myself get good at it. Right. And so now I don't have to worry so much about the physical like, oh, does it sound right? I know that if I if you give me an A.B., I'll at least nail it on a B with the enunciation, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, even if even if the A is going to be like me kind of discovering the line or whatever. But that is interesting. So for you, like, oh, but that makes sense, though, because it's your character is your, you know, your show. And although you've done voiceover for other for other people's I, stuff. Though. I have. So, but okay. I think I think that's the thing. I think my experience as being like a storyteller, I have an mm. e- I have an easier time getting into the heads of the characters. My thing, my thing that I have to, the hump I usually have to get over is like, you know, all the like tactile, actually delivering the lines, enunciating Mm. correctly, you know, getting in like the cadence or, or the vibe of a character. Whereas like, yeah, yeah. Mentally, I'm like, I know what this character sounds like in my head. Like I can hear, Mm. like I already know there. And so I'm, it's like I'm trying to get my mouth and vocal cords to catch up to where my head is, sort of. Interesting. You know, which I think is like basically like the opposite of what you said about your, um, <laughs> you know, about your experience in getting into the character. 
Yeah, yeah. For me, I I I have confidence in. I know what my uh, chords can do, and I know what kind of voices they can make, and what kind of inflections or whatever. Yeah. So really, yeah, for me, it's more of like, uh, especially if it's like the. Like, if I've been recording the character for a while, mm-hmm. then it's like, you know, just putting on, like, a very comfortable suit or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if it's the very first session, brand new character, if the character isn't as, let's say, well-defined, uh, then it... Because sometimes even the uh, the creator or whatever is not sure. They're like, uh, we don't know, like, right, right. like, what do you think? And I'll go, I'll go okay, uh, let me give you what I think it sounds like. We can tweak it if you want. Uh, and that's where I'm like, okay, let's kind of get that get that settled get that out of the way and now that we've nailed the voice okay now it's just a matter of me sort of getting into who this character is and then once that's locked in then it's it's easy pickings yeah for sure um yeah one other thing i wanted to talk to you about Hmm. is uh because i haven't really gotten to go hard into this topic with anybody yet surprisingly considering it's me but anime oh yeah let's Uh, talk about anime (laughs) <laughs> I would love to talk to you a bit about anime because I I uh, not I think I'm I know you are well versed. My question is, do you keep up with anime up to date now? Like, or is it more like you? There's like an era of anime you're most familiar with. Um, or do you still watch shows now? Again, this is kind of like the thing I said about Sonic, which is like I'm constantly just you know looking to find cool stuff um Mm -hmm. you know and i don't you know it's not that i have to keep up with um new stuff or watch stuff from a certain time i'm just always like if if it's cool if it looks interesting uh and i want to check it out like it doesn't matter if it's new or old it could be coming out right now or it could be something that's been you know over for years um yeah 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 like the two like like some of the most recent series i was watching well the most recent series i i started was um descending stories have you heard about that one it's oh the rock the rock the, the rock ago right? one yeah um mm-hmm. and that's like a little that's like newer i think that kind of came out um within yeah, like a couple years ago 2017 but then right yeah. be- right before that the cartoon the one we i was watching the most was uh idol densetsu eriko which is like I think that's, mm. like, from, like, the early 90s. It's, like, a uh, tie-in anime mm. about a uh, idol, uh, an idol who is, like, a, a, a pop star idol. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm just kind of all over the place, you know? <laughs> I'm totally on the same page as you because I have friends who, like, every, like every time, like, the new season comes out, they're like, okay, we got to watch these five shows week to week. I, first off, I don't watch a show till it's done. Because mm, uh, mm-hmm. I I prefer to kind of watch it at my own pace. It's been interesting though, because I've been with a group of friends. We've been doing kind of like almost like an anime club over Discord, mm, mm-hmm. where each of us brings a show that we want to show to the other people, and we watch it in a block week by week. And that's been actually pretty interesting. Um, and that's been a good way for me to kind of fill in a lot of gaps. Because I I I'll say I I'm I think I'm pretty well versed, but there are gaps for me, which I think everyone has, unless you just have infinite free time. Um, oh yeah! But the show I've been really enjoying lately is uh, 
Caracano, which I've oh. never seen. Oh, you never seen that? But <gasps> I, that's my. I <laughs> cannot believe how good this show. I love is. that show so much. Actually, this is so crazy. I was just talking to my partner Rebecca last night, and we were like, mm-hmm. "We gotta do a rewatch of Caracano." Uh, <laughs> like we've we've watched it together maybe like three times in our relationship, and we're just like. Sure. You know, we're talking about new projects and stuff like that, and it's like Caricano is like one of those things that, to me, as like a like a creative professional, that's like mm. that's like something to aspire to. You know, it's um, incredible. I will give credit where credits due. It's Dave who brought that one because he was like, "You haven't seen Caricano? and I was like, "No." It's so uh, good. I was astounded. Just the first like three episodes alone. In just astonishingly good. And then we watched the one, uh, I'm sure you are, because you've seen it, but you know the one where they just go like out as a group of friends and they go to like to a restaurant. Oh, and yeah. Karaoke and I it, love that. I was, I was, I have not laughed that hard. And I was like, I could not breathe at some of the gags yeah. uh, in that, in that episode. The, like the show, you know, the reason why I feel like it's like a creative ideal, it's just like, you know, uh, Hideke, you know, Ano, you know, he mm. just finished mm. suffering through making Evangelion. Evangelion. Yeah. That thing broke him, that show, you right. know? I mean, that's mm-hmm. like one of the most difficult shows. Like, I mean, looking at how it was produced and when and the troubles they had sure. during like making all that stuff and how hard that definitely was to direct, then going mm-hmm. from that to making something like Kerry Kano, which is just like, it, it's like Kerry Kano is like therapy. Like you feel, mm. you feel like the restorative power of art, you know, at least to me, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's what I get out of the show. And I, I just love it so much. It's like, it's absolutely total banger. One of my favorites. It's so, it's so interesting. Cause when I, when I, I didn't know Kerry Kano was Ano first off, mm-hmm. like, I only, after we watched me the first one, I was like kind of looking at him. I was like, oh shit, this is Hideakiano. And I had assumed this was before Evangelion because it's so like, you know, yeah, just full of joy. <laughs> and yeah. I assumed that after Evangelion, he just went down like a route of, okay, I'm only doing Evangelion now and I hate the fans. Uh, <laughs> but no, the fact that it's after Evangelion and like, and then when I heard like songs from Evangelion in it, I was like, wow, oh, Oh, this is after Evangelion? This is astonishing to me. Yeah. It's this good, uh, this funny. Like, I don't know about you, but here's another sort of topic. Like, a lot of comedy anime for me really, really, really falls flat. Like, I can admire it. I can be like, no, like, this is, like, clever. Or, oh, yeah, like, this is... Um, well done, I guess, but am I laughing? No. Or in some cases I'm like struggling. Like <laughs> not because it's not because it's ba- badly made, but it's just I it's very rare I feel where like a comedy anime will genuinely get me to like bust a gut. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know how I don't know how you feel about the genre, but are there any examples you can think of of comedy anime that you or actually I'd be more interested are there any comedy anime that you feel fall flat for you? Hmm. It's hard. Well, I think the thing is, you know, it's like, for me, a lot of comedy in anime, it's like, you know, joke construction is culturally, you know, there's 
it's so different, right? Um, yeah. In yeah. Mm-hmm. a Western cartoon or show, it's always like setup, punchline. You like you're laughing at the punchline. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. But in a lot sure. of anime, it feels like it's punchline reaction, and you're like laughing mm-hmm. at you're laughing at the reaction, and like sure. you know just you know and maybe it's like a cultural thing that doesn't always that doesn't always hit uh for me it's a little like yes it's not as entertaining unless yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. though when it's a group of characters you really love like like for instance one piece man i was just it, about to say one piece it, yeah 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 it, it pulls that punchline reaction like joke that's like almost every joke in one piece but the thing is though <laughs> you love the characters so much that when yeah. like you know, uh, like a character is doing something stupid and another character is like, what is wrong with you? You're just like, <laughs> you're just like in it with them. Cause you're like, I love, yeah. I love these guys. And I, I just love like hanging out with them. <laughs> you know, it just feels like, like, I really get into like, you know, the, just the, like the friendship vibe of the whole thing. You know, that's when it hits for me when you're like, when you have characters you really care about, you know, I, I think Carrie mm. Car- Kano is kind of like that, too. It's like the characters are so mm. are so well defined that when they start mm-hmm. doing like comedy, you're um, you're really clued into like what their personalities are and like why it's yes. f- why it's funny that they're saying certain things or doing certain things, you know. Um, for sure. Yeah, that that's kind of like, you know, my feeling of it. And then like, you know, there's also stuff like Golden Boy where, you know, the comedy <laughs> really just comes from like the way that it was dubbed, um, you know, mm-hmm. and 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 like the the performances are just so good that you can't Sure. you can't help but think it's like hilarious. That is a good going back to like the One Piece example, and yeah, like that's a very good way of putting it. Like, and, and oftentimes in those animes, the bits that they're doing are also just strong on their own. Yeah, right? like a lot of Oda's jokes, a lot of jokes in Karakano are funny from the get go, and then the reaction is also great because it's like you said, character driven and very. It feels like sort of um, authentic, and it's just enjoyable to to watch these characters interact in a way that feels organic but also funny. Uh, and I do think that some other shows tend to, uh, stumble like that for me, but, um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I feel like I could go on and on, but, you know, (laughs) I think this is probably a good, a good place to stop, uh, you know, celebrating the positive, the positive aspects of, oh, yeah. of comedy. Well, wait, shows. I want to ask you, me shitting on some stuff. Oh yeah. What's up? What's I want to ask you, sorry. I just thought of a Mario question. I wanted to ask you, uh, yes, let's, yeah. What's up? Um, what is something in Mario lore or Canon that mm. you wish you knew or like you, you want to see just, I mean, just anything. Anything. Like we get, we get an actual answer on it. Like say, like say, if you got put in charge of a Mario cartoon, like, and you could sort of fill in any gap in the lore, like, like what gap do you want to see filled in? You know, I think that's two different questions. That's true. Uh, that's true. I'm gonna say for as of, so there's arguments that uh, you don't. 
like the stork is the primary delivery service for babies so like you don't necessarily have to have a partner mm-hmm. but i think the very obvious one is if you do need a partner who is bowser's partner mm. i know that's such a tired such a, oh obvious uh-huh. but if i would just be curious to see what nintendo had to do if they had to answer that question i know they never will I don't really, it's not even necessarily a desire of like, oh, as a fan, I'm dying to know. Because I don't really care. But seeing them, what they would do. And if we could get like a cool design for Bowser's partner, that would be interesting. What if it was Cammy Koopa? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just named a character I wish they would bring back in, into the mainline stuff. Yeah. Cammy Koopa. Me too. Paper Mario is my, uh, I go... It, it's it's my fa- the first Paper Mario is my favorite game of all time actually. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, I love Thousand Year Door too, but like the first two Paper Mario's are very very dear to me. I mean, as far as like or, or you know, if we get if we have to go into like what would I want for like concrete lore? Yeah, if we can get like a world, even just a world map. Like mm-hmm. that to me, that would be cool. Because I feel like if I feel like, and that can kind of answer both of your questions, right? Like you know, if you're gonna have, no, you wouldn't necessarily need a world map, but uh, in my mind, you do. Uh, if, if you <laughs> if you had to like establish, okay, the Mushroom Kingdom is here, Sarasa Land, where's that? Right. Where's ba- where's Bowser's Kingdom? Where's Darkland or Bowser's Kingdom or whatever in relation to that? Um, like a like a fucking Game of Thrones, like just like map of the <laughs> of the of the whole world. Yeah, that alone. If you just came out with a book of that, uh, that would feed me for the next twenty years. That's amazing. Of just like where, where's um um fucking Kitchen Island? Where's uh right <laughs> um, right uh all the spinoffs? You know, where are all of those in conjunction? Even if it was just the mainline games, where's Dinosaur Island? Yeah, in, in, that would be awesome. Where like uh, in where compared to where the Mushroom Kingdom is, because you know in the games they never care about consistency. Like yeah, you Mario, no. Mario RPG, and you know again, this is why as a Mario fan I accept all this that they will never establish any of this for sure. But if I had to make them do it, that's gonna be my answer: is where are all these locations? The, <laughs> Tell me where they are. Yeah, I want to be able to see the lot the borders of these countries. <laughs> um, I think that's my answer. That, there's a lot of potential, I think, in that idea of just like having it all laid out and like knowing where everything takes place. You know, uh, yeah, that'll be, yeah. su- be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we'll, I'm, we'll wrap up, but I just want to same question back to you. <laughs> oh, if I was gonna fill yeah, in, yeah. Uh, so let's see some missing sort of canon or lore that you like. We we make it to make them make it official. What would you mm-hmm. What would you ask for? Mm-hmm-hmm. I like. I mean, you got. I think. I think Bowser's partner hugest blind spot. I feel like mm-hmm. I can't equal that. So so to go mm-hmm. for something else. I feel like. I would love them to reapproach and reestablish Subcon and what it is. Yeah, um, you know that's such a good answer. Like, like a land of dreams. Like, what is that? Like, I don't know. I can just imagine some new Mario game where there's some new mechanic that is about like being asleep and being in dreams and like you know 
having different well, powers when you're in dreams or like something. I don't know. Mm. They did do Mario and Luigi Dream Team. That's <laughs> true. Guess. That's true. That is there. But, but no, I love that answer because I've absolutely thought about it. Like, what is the... How do you get to Subcon? Yeah. Like, do you have to sleep? Or is that... Or is it the door that he comes through? And, like, you just need to get to that door and you don't necessarily... Because, you know, obviously there's been migration, right? Yeah. Shy guys and... Exactly. ...have come into the Mushroom Kingdom. So there must be some way for travel. Is there imports and exports? Okay. Exactly. And now we're... I'm, I don't want to go for another hour, and then, so I'll just say but, that's a brilliant answer. And then as for my counter to the map, the thing I really want, like the like the document I want, is like I want a full um, like list of all of, of Bowser's army. Mm. What are, like who are the generals, who are the lieutenants, like like who, oh, like man. what are all of the, like what's the hierarchy of all of the bad yeah. guys in the army, like... You know, like, I want to know, like, all that stuff. Like, who's in charge of Goomba placement? Like, you know, <laughs> like, like I want to know, like, I just want to see, like, you know, the whole army, like, main advisors, like, Magic, like, Comic the Magic Koopa. Definitely, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the right hand of the, of, of the king, sort of. Mm. You know, like, mm-hmm. I want to see all that stuff. Like, like, give me, like... You know, I want to see Bowser's like army laid out in a huge flow chart. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking great. Oh man, that is that is a phenomenal answer. Uh, well, thank you so much. Oh man. yeah, like, yeah. I was not expecting. I was not expecting to talk this much about Mario. <laughs> but whenever I get to, I it's just such a joy, and oh, especially yeah. getting to talk about it. With somebody who also shares the same passion. Yeah. Uh, so. Thanks so much. <laughs> and yeah, you know, yeah. look, as I said before, when I hear that someone's excited about something or someone has a fandom or something like that, that's all I yeah. want to talk about. That that just, you know, and to find that you have something like that and we could just like, you know, uh, shoot the shit about it. That's super fun for me. So thanks for thanks oh. for inviting me. Likewise, thank you so much. Where can uh, where can people find you? Hey, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at ianjq i a n j q, and uh, that's that's kind of it for now. I'm an animator, a cartoonist. I worked on some shows that you might know. I may be trying to work on some new shows. We'll see what happens, mm. but follow me there, and uh, yeah, we can we can uh, hang out and talk about it. And everybody, go watch OKKO. Is it on Hulu now? It's on Hulu and HBO Max. And yeah, please watch it and uh, uh, check out uh, Sungwon's appearance in the show. <laughs> I won't tell you what episode. You're going to have to find it on your own. So you got to watch the whole thing. <laughs> you got to watch the whole thing. But I will say one of my favorite, and I'm not not just because I'm in it, one of my favorite cartoons in the last couple of years by far. Thank you so uh, much. Just an absolute, absolute joy to watch. So go watch OKKO. OK and uh, thank you so much, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me.